Good morning, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Isn't that supposed to be an ending? No. This is the welcome. Oh. <laughs> this is the welcome to another episode of The Parrot's Nest. The Parrot Nest. And it has been four months since we've recorded a podcast. And I have decided that I will no longer keep doing that thing that I always do where I say I like we're not going to do this next month or we're not going to skip a month even though it really truly does bother me in my heart (laughs) in my heart of hearts I am very annoyed every month when I'm like at the very end of it I'm like we need to record a podcast oh we don't do it and then my personality if we don't record it I'm like well shoot we're screwed till the end of next month so we might as well just wait so anyway I, I've decided I'm probably gonna stop doing that. We're gonna we're gonna you know record the next podcast soon, and I'm hoping that's by the end of next month. But see what happens. Four months was way too long. It Can was I get an amen, Leah? <laughs> amen, brother. I hope you believe that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it was too long. Yeah. I didn't believe Cole when he told me it had been four months since we recorded last. I thought it had been two months. I thought it had been three. Really? Yeah, in my mind, I was like, it's been three months. And then I looked at it, and I was like, February 28th or whatever yeah, it was. It's pretty bad. Really bad. So on this episode, we have just kind of, you know, general stuff. We've had stuff go on. Um, so we'll just kind of do more general updates. We don't have any fun articles or cool things to talk about necessarily. And it's probably going to be like a mix and match of, like, stuff that happened in May and stuff that happened in March and stuff like that. So... Where should we Nothing begin? Nothing really happened in March. You so March was my birthday. Leah turned 32. 31. She turned Excuse 31 years you. old. You. <laughs> I'm 32. You're 32, yeah. So Leah turned 31. We had a nice day. It was nice that day. I remember we went to the park and I went out to lunch with all my friends, all our friends and mm-hmm. with the boys. It was a lot of fun. And we celebrated also by going down to Denver. And it was probably the second or third time that Lee and I have been away from the boys overnight. First, I think it's the second time. Second time, yeah. So we went down to Denver. We stayed at a hotel and we went out to dinner and we went out for drinks afterwards and kind of did like a little fun thing. And it was yeah, the second time we were away from Asher and Callum, which is, I don't remember. Which is really was, bad. When you say that out loud. It's bad only because of how hard it is. Callum's a like. year and a half, and we've only been away from him twice. And we've only probably been away from Asher four times. Yeah, and it's and it's hard. Only for one night each time. Some parents probably think it's really easy to go away from their kids. I struggle with it. I struggle with the planning of it. Like, right now, if we were to go do something, then it would be so much work to get someone here and get them to spend the night or to take our kids there with all their stuff, have them spend the night, then it would, it's just so much harder than it's, it feels. Worth. And what are we going to do? Just hang out with each other like we used to? I think that we need to just do it and, like, do a staycation and, like, and drop them the off at, in, in Greeley at Nick and Shelley's house or something like that. Which is Leah's brothers and sister. Yeah, and then we'd like, In-law. instead of, we'd go out to dinner and drinks afterwards or something like that, and then just go home and 
Yeah. Well, but Callum's still pretty clingy. But I'm saying I miss them more than like like Paul's I. still pretty clingy. <laughs> yeah, I go away and I'm like, I wonder where they are, and I find myself like checking on them at bedtime on our app. Yeah, because we have the the monitors on our phone. It's connected, so we'll like check on them when we go when at around like eight fifteen or something. We mm-hmm. like looked at it to see if they were in bed. <laughs> Right. So I forgot about that. That was kind of March, I feel like. Was there anything else that was fun in March? We did nothing in March. I mean, I feel like it's worth saying. I don't remember when Callum exactly started walking a lot more, but he's like a straight-up walker now, so that's probably deserves mentioning, even though we probably talked about it around his one-year-old podcast. Yeah, he was, he was walking, not great, but now he's like, just he just walks. Yeah, he walks everywhere now with, with Asher, and they'll mm-hmm. run off and do stuff. Yeah. They started to kind of hype af- like hype, hype each, each other, other up. <laughs> yeah. And so now at dinner, if like Asher starts laughing, then Callum just is like, <laughs> and Asher will do the same thing. And they're like, mm-hmm. and then the other day they were being ornery. They were going down the two stairs that we have and playing down there where we can't see them. They're not really supposed to do that, but it's not a big deal. They're not going to hurt themselves or anything. So we allow it, but we kept getting them, and then they'd, like, turn around and look at us, and both of them would run down the stairs, and then they'd scream and yell when we went down there. Yeah, because we'd come pull them back up and act like they weren't supposed to be down there. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it and was they... just cute because they don't – they're not – they don't interact that much and not very well because of how young they are. So when they do feed off of each other and, like – have fun with each other is just so sweet to see. Yeah. Or they start playing chase. They were chasing each other the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was cute. So they're starting to get older and starting to be able to interact more, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Can't wait till next year when when Callum's two and a half and and they really can interact. Yeah, that'll be awesome. All right. And then April, we didn't really do anything in April either. April was, it was pretty cold spring here, I feel like. Yeah. We didn't really get a lot of snow. No, we didn't. So, but it was, nothing happened. Oh. I think boys got, Asher got sick at some point. Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about. a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to spend some time updating you guys on my um, mental health and my struggle with anxiety. Have I talked about that on this podcast before? Yeah. Have I really? Yeah, we've talked about your anxiety and social anxiety. And I feel like it's like maybe getting worse or something. Well, did we talk about like my crazy, like my panic attack in like December or something like that? Or even like post-COVID? I feel like I had like two. I went, like, when I was recovering from COVID in, like, November-ish time, I went on a run after my lungs were still kind of recovering. And I, I couldn't fully get my, like, breath back, and I kind of panicked a little bit, and that took me on, like, a day this or two. This was when he was training for his uh, marathon. marathon. Yeah. Well, it would have been – no, it would have been after that, after I ran it, because I was – I had COVID after the marathon. Yeah. And – because the marathon is in October. Oh. So, yeah. Anyways, 
I had this weird, like, I tried to go running, got like weird out, out of breath, could only run like a mile and a half. Remember that? And because it was post COVID, I just started to run again. Had a weird, like, panic attack and anxiety day where I like had this like, weird anxiety for like a day and a half or so about like my lungs. And then randomly on like a New Year's, or not New Year's, but like a Christmas Eve party, like, I just randomly started getting anxiety that day. Remember that? And I had been well, taking a new asthma medicine that was a yeah. steroid that we think that's what kind of caused this anxiety. I think we talked about this, I'm not sure, on the podcast. But um, so I stopped taking that that medicine altogether because I was like, I think that's what's causing it, mm-hmm. you know. So I – and then I was fine for a while. And then early April comes on, and I think this is early April, and I get this, like, weird infection on my face. Yeah. And it looked like a spider bite. It was like – um, and it turned into a scab, which in fact, now I have a scar on my face from this, if you were to look at me now. Um, and, but anyways, I, I had gone to the doctor or, you know, about this, um, infection cause it was looking like really weird. And I was like, man, this is like turning into like a, uh, infection. <laughs> and so I'd gotten prescribed some steroids and was and put on the steroids, which then I had had, um, a reaction, at least we think this is what was going on. I had a reaction to the steroids and was having a bunch of things like related to that, where like my heart was racing and things like that, which um, one day I like did something and my heart started racing and my, I had some trouble catching my breath again. And um, the, I just, I, I started into this like weird panic spiral and start thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm dying, you know, or like I'm having a heart attack or I'm whatever. It was just like a weird panic. And come to find out later on that one of the symptoms with this or side effects of this um, medication medication I was taking was uh, like heart racing and and like, it didn't say anxiety exactly, but it said like nervousness is what it said. Nervousness. So when I had that nervousness along with that, it created this panic in me. And so I had this like an like a panic attack kind of like I was able to kind of like figure myself out but I like told my coworkers like I'm gonna go home you know and went out to the car and I called Leah and I was like like kind of like breathing real heavy I got out to the car and I was like am I do, do I need to go to the like I was thinking about this before I called Leah and I was like do I need to go to urgent care you know like am I having a heart thing going on right because my anxiety at this moment was all about my body you know, it's like something's weird in my body. I can't catch my breath. I'm whatever's, you know, I'm not used to having panic attacks or anxiety. So this was like a really scary thing for me. And so I called Leah and she was talking to me. And then I was like, she was like, okay, are you going to be okay? And I was like, no, I just need you to like talk to me on the phone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, Leah talked to me the whole drive home. I get home and Lexi's babysitting our kids at this day. It was a Friday. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go into my room and like lay down for a little bit. And I think I ended up falling asleep for a little bit, but like I just laid there and like tried to like calm myself down. But that kind of set me off into like well, how many days maybe after that? It was all weekend for sure. It was all weekend. Plus, like, and it took a little bit to like normalize myself, but I had like really bad anxiety. And it was like, and this anxiety was mostly focused around my body. Like, I just got stuck in this crazy rut that my heart doesn't work right. Like I'm having palpitations. I must've been right to have all this heart racing and shortness of breath and something's not working right inside my body. 
and um and that was like what my anxiety was focusing in on so i was kind of like in this weird depressive anxious state where like my body just felt weird like i felt like like weirdly out of body and i was just struggling with anxiety all weekend and, and stuff and and so that's been a new thing that i had to struggle with or started to struggle with i haven't really struggled with it as bad since but it it has been one of those things now where like i have struggled um especially related to like exercising that's been the biggest part of me like i was gonna do a half marathon i was training for a half marathon to do it in early may or i think is when that was and ultimately was like pushing myself too hard and i would go on these runs or try to go on these runs and get like if my heart started going too crazy fast like I would just start freaking myself out. You know, I'd be like, oh, my heart's not good. My, like, I'm going to die. What if I have a heart attack? Like, I would just spiral into this little anxiety loop about my my heart for no reason besides, and, you know, it's like as, as much as I can rationalize all of that and be like, well, I was on a medication that gave me nervousness and blah, blah, blah. I can say all that stuff and, and think about how I shouldn't be anxious because, you know, I... I can see why I got anxious, but it still eats at the back of your mind when you have that trigger again, which for me, that trigger, unfortunately, was rapid heart rate and mm-hmm. and breath, you know, and not even that I was struggling to breathe when I'm running, but when you're breathing, you're 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 trying to breathe harder. So it's all it was like this weird thing that now whenever I went to go exercise, it would potentially trigger anxiety. Yeah. So I've tried to like. I went on, I did like ultimately like later on, like after that, I went on a 10 mile run, I've gone on like a six and a half, but every time I've kind of battled with anxiety. So since then, and I'm doing okay, especially related to exercise now, um, I've done a lot better and really good. I just, I think what I, what I've really tried to focus on with me right now is just not trying to push myself as far as training for a marathon or half marathon or any of that kind of stuff. I've just said, well, I'm just going to go out and relax. And three miles is kind of my comfort running distance you know, it's kind of, I enjoy that. I, I enjoy that distance and my body's comfortable with it. So what I told myself was, you know, we're just going to run three miles, you know, when I go out and I run and I'll just, that's what I'll do is I'll, I'll go out and run three miles. I'll come back and I won't focus on anything else, you know, and, and let my body just kind of like recover and my mind to like recover and get comfortable again with, with rapid heart rate and breathing mm-hmm. because so anyways, that anxiety is something that like, I, I mean, I think I'd had one panic attack prior to that. And it was in, when I was in Florida, you know, and went away from Leah and I have had like almost three in the last year, eight, nine months. Yeah. It's definitely something that seems like when you have them, then it's, it lingers. Like the effects linger for like weeks or months mm-hmm. and it heightens your yeah. chances of having them again. And the panic attacks were, were again, like triggered, I think by the medications I was on at that time. Like that made me, cause they affected, they did affect me um, physically. Like they affected my lungs and my heart rate and which ultimately triggered me having a panic attack. But the lingering anxiety has lasted longer than that. Yeah. So it's been kind of like a terrible battle, which is really annoying because I, I've, I've told, I've said this probably even on the podcast or talked about mental like fortitude or strength, that that was one of my biggest goals with doing 100 days of sweat and doing 
you know, training for my first half marathon and training for my full marathon. And in 2021, I felt so mentally strong. I would go on really long runs training for a marathon. I would run in the heat, run in the cold and, and do this thing where I'd talk through crazy pain in my body and tell myself, you know, the weak version of me is going to die on this run. Right. And then 2022 has turned out to be like, I'm like, a, I feel like, in, like just beaten down and a way like mentally weaker person than I was in 2021. So it's a very like sucky place to be, I think, to be struggling with anxiety and stuff. But anyways, it's something that happened and it's, I'm like kind of battling through, but um, I don't know. It's kind of sucky. Leah, any wise words? I don't think you're, it's mental weakness. I think it's a new norm that you haven't adjusted to. Like you're, you're aware of certain parts of your body now more than you used to be. And you're not used to that part of your brain being so aware. So it's something you have to get used to. And also, I mean, obviously you have a negative connotation with exercise because the first time you did have a anxiety attack last year was when you were running. Right. And so you've already made that connection in your brain and your brain thinks, oh, running equals heart rate equals heart attack. (laughs) Which equals like, there's a hole in my heart. There must be a hole in my heart. Yeah. Like it it, uh, escalates quickly up in your brain. Yeah. So I'm trying to um to smooth out these neural pathways that have been trenches that have been dug that my Leah's been talking to me about this and stuff too. But yeah, just trying to like rework my my brain so I'm not just giving into those thoughts automatically. So I think that's something that I'm really trying to work on is is recognizing what's happening in my brain too when I do that and by focusing on negative thoughts, um, whether it's anxiety or whether it's exercise or anything else could be work related or anything, you know, um, just habits that we want to try to stop doing because when we're doing that, we're creating neural pathways, neural pathways that our, our mind is going to take, right. It's like the, the heavily trodden trail, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, of course you're going to look at that and be like, Oh, people have walked on this path. It's the path so. of least resistance because it's the one that's, that you've, traveled the most often yeah so my brain's gonna take that so i really need to work on on being mindful of that and and trying to not be anxious so um because again i want to run forever and try to exercise for a long time so that's the goal yeah but anyways if you i I feel like um anxiety is one of those weird things that i i feel like I, i used to to look at as a kid not even as a kid, like a high school kid, you'd see like older people and you'd hear about like a parent or something that struggles with anxiety or even like a panic attack. It was such a rare thing, you know? And as we've gotten older, I feel like it's become more and more and more prevalent in, in us. Like I hear other people on podcasts that I listen to talking about, Oh man, if you had a panic attack, I just had mine. And then the guy saying, well, I think I experienced my first panic attack. It seems like people in their late twenties, early thirties, it's like, that's like where it's like peaking. And like a lot of most people are like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I had a panic attack. And so I feel like anxiety is like super prevalent now. So anyways, if I'm now experiencing it, so it sucks. But if you um have experienced it, then reach out. Let me know on the comments in our 
thing or or text me or whatever because i'm curious i i also joined a, a a discord server which is a like a community server on uh discord.com and it's about it's like a running discord and i thought you know maybe i'll reach out and see if people have struggled with it and there were people that struggled with anxiety as well but it was separate than what i did it was more like like mine is, was exercise induced anxiety. Theirs was like exercise. They were just having anxiety on their exercise. And that was like ruining their exercise. And they had to stop and like panic attack while they were doing it. But it wasn't exercise induced. But it's still good to talk to people about it and have yeah. other people to like that are battling through similar things. But anyways, it's crazy. So. Yeah, that hasn't been fun. But I feel like you're a lot further today than you were three months ago. A lot further. Like now you can go on runs and go to the gym without having to have a one-hour pep talk in your head about going to do it. Yeah. And so, yeah. I think it's helped a lot not pushing yourself with your running and stuff, like going back to running with the enjoyment of doing it instead of running because I have to hit this mark, which you've never been that bad about, but I think that having that little bit of extra pressure um, was not helping. So. Yeah. That's a work in progress. It is, and I think we each have our own battles, and – so last year, I feel like I really struggled with, or I, I went through and, and pushed myself physically, and I feel like this year I'm really being pushed mentally. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't have to take any, like, anxiety meds yet. <laughs> I'm hoping that I never have to. Um, so I'm trying to, like, deal with it all outside of it. Can I, again, I, we'll see how it goes through time. Yeah. So anyways, what's the next topic, Leah? What's the next chapter in our podcast? Well, we didn't do oh. a ton after that May. So the I was gonna talk. We want to talk about the van. Oh, are we there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we we started looking for a van because Cole didn't want his truck anymore. He wanted to get. We've always wanted a van. Not always, but since two thousand nineteen. At the end of February. I had Cole convinced that we were going to get a van. Yeah. And Cole um, was not on board for a long time, but it's been my dream for a long time, though. I don't care what you say. I love vans. They're the most comfortable vehicle to drive. They're so convenient. If you don't like vans, it's because you haven't driven one. That's all I have to say about that. Probably true. But uh finally we got our van it's beautiful it's a toyota all-wheel drive automatic doors asher thinks it's the coolest toy he doesn't understand it's not a toy and then we can't play in it every time we get in and out that was a little bit of a struggle so (laughs) we we also like it i don't know if i i don't i can't remember the last podcast i should have listened to it but there was the very end of february i had a conference too in my car i almost wrecked my my truck again yeah, it, it just slid like off the road. it slid off the road. Yeah, and it, it was, was snowy that day. Barely, but there was not very much snow on the road. So. I was on the interstate again, yeah. and it was like no snow on the road. Like it was one of those like where you could see the lines of dryness, but there was like it was like wet roads on either side, but mm-hmm. like dry road on the where the wheels go. That kind of the wet, like it had snowed the night before, mm-hmm. and so I was driving on the interstate. I was like, I don't need, I don't need to be in four wheel drive. Right. So my, but my, the back wheels just hit like a, a wet spot and yeah. just slid again. And it went, I had to go into the front and road. And I, from that point, texted Leah and I was like, we're done. Like yeah. this, we're done with this truck. It is not worth it. 
it sucks being in a four wheel drive sucks. You can't turn for like anything. So we started the search for the van at that time. And like Leah said, we found a sweet Toyota Sienna and I love it. And Leah now drives it and I am stuck with her old car. Yeah, that's sad. And I asked Leah if she would clean her truck or her car for me. And she was like, yeah, I'll do that. And then she never did. I still have it. Huh? You still have it. And I have a bag of all my old stuff sitting in the garage waiting to be moved into my new car. Old stuff? Like all your old Taco Bell cars? <laughs> and... No, like, 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 like a first aid kit and oh. like gloves and a pocket knife and flashlight and like, like maybe something I put on my dash or something like that, like some of the aesthetics and, and just general like stuff I put in the whatever, but I mean, I don't really have stuff in there. There's I stuff in the like, glove box and yeah, stuff in the glove box, like a re registration and oil change receipt. I thought you might like wipe it out or something, you know, I can do that. make it like a little nice to move in. <laughs> Anyways. So we have the van. It's really great. It honestly makes traveling super great with the kids. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, So much room for activities. Yeah, we're planning on probably doing a road trip here coming up in the near future by the end of the summer or so, trying to like test it out a bit. But the kids have a lot of space back there. Um, we've even gone with friends to Denver, and they've ridden in there with the boys. So it's it's been really convenient. It's got some really good like speed, too, to be honest. Yeah. It's a really comfortable car. It's all-wheel drive, right? Mm -hmm. So we love it. We are – I think everyone, when like, before they have kids, and maybe – I don't know. I feel like before you have kids, you're like, no, I would never get a van. Like Leah was kind of saying, it's like – but then you then you start seeing, like – like you start trying – The convenience. Yeah, the convenience. And, like, having to, like, lift your kids. And in the your, price point. Like a, a Tahoe or a Suburban – or a Grand Cherokee, like a Grand Cherokee is not even third row, but any of the third row vehicles are so expensive, mm -hmm. like so expensive that it's a minivan. I was happy with a minivan. And it's something that benefits your life every day. Yeah. Like it's one of those, it's one of those little joys. Like it was one of those things where you like go to like put them in the truck or whatever. And it's all tight in there. And you're like, ah, I just got to get the kids or I got to move this. And it's just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you go to put the kids in the van, you're like, that was easy. And that was easy. And it's just, it's just one of those like simple joys every day of like, that was easy to yeah. put that kid in the car. That was easy <laughs> to get that kid out of the car or like, and we can still go camping in it, which is really cool. Like it's big and big in the back. And honestly, we'll get to this here soon, but we did a construction project at our house and I probably shouldn't have done this, but I packed so much gravel into that, it, like, into that van. Like, hundreds of pounds. More than I could have gotten in my Tacoma. But my Tacoma had a topper, of course. But um, hundreds of pounds of, of, of stuff. Like, probably 2,000 pounds. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what 2,000 pounds looks like, but I did. I had, like, these bags of gravel, like, distributed. I had, like, one sitting in each, like, kid's high chair and, like, three in the front seat and, like, you know. They were 50-pound bags. No, more like 1,000 pounds. Yeah, 1,200 pounds is what Leah just did the math. Yeah. It was a lot. It was, <laughs> it was a lot. It was weighed down so far. I mean, it was not good for the vehicle. Probably not. And the kids at Home Depot were like, you might need to come back for this. And I was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I got it all in. And I was like, yeah, I got it all in. And they kind of looked at me like, they weren't even like impressed. They were like, yeah, we knew you could have got it all in. But... Yeah, we knew that. And I drove away like. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would have been so no, weird. I wouldn't have done that. I would have been too scared. Because it is an investment into a little. Um, but I was adamant. I was like, we need either a Honda. Um, what was the Honda? Odyssey. A Honda Odyssey or a Toyota Cilantro. Cilantro. <laughs> a Toyota yeah. Cilantro. A Toyota Sienna. Because I'm a big, Cilantro. like, Sienna. I mean, a Toyota or Honda. I love the Japanese cars. I think they run forever. Mm-hmm. And so a big, big fan of what they're doing over there. And Big Toyota guy. I'm a big Japanese <laughs> car guy. Big Japanese Big in the guy. Japanese circuit. Yeah, and so I was adamant about getting one of those, and, and we did, and I'm very happy. I think safety-wise, I feel much, much, much better about driving the kids around. Even though it doesn't have, like, nice snow tires or whatever, it literally can drive fine. I mean, I'm guessing. I honestly, this does sound a little weird, but I think sometimes just, like, a house can be haunted. I think that, that car was haunted. I think it was a long box that was in two-yard track. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, I was just driving and it wasn't, there was nothing. I've been driving for, since I was 16 years old. So whatever that is now, 16 years I've been driving. And yeah, of course I haven't been always the best driver, but like I know, and I've been, I've always driven in Colorado and I've driven rear, rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, standard, automatic, cars, SUVs, trucks. I've driven it all. And I know like what generally to look out for. And I would just, I was just driving on the interstate out of nowhere, boom, backside split. Like I was like, there's, I would never have thought in my mind that there was a risk there. And so then I was like, nope, this car's haunted. We're getting rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> we usually try to make the transition between these recordings as flawless as possible, but that one we ran right up against the time barrier yeah. of 30 minutes per per recording for us. So Yeah. We had to pause it. Whoops. Whoops. Forgive us. But anyways, like we were saying. <laughs> like we were saying. <laughs> we got a new van. And May. Oh. May we went to the aquarium. Yep. And that was the week that Cole was on vacation. Cole took a week off of vacation, a staycation, if you will. So I I wanted to take a, a week of vacation off because um, I just I needed to take a week off of work. I was like getting kind of burnt out. It's been since, you know, and it was it had been about six, seven months. So yeah. I was like, yeah, it's about time, you know, take a week off every six months or so. It's probably healthy. And um, the weekend or the week before the weekend before our um, our child care lady, she says she was like, well, um, I know this is last minute, but my um, my son got a, like a timeshare or something in Florida and was asking us if we could go. And she was like, I, I know that, you know, it's very last minute. I don't know if you guys could get care for next week. So and all, it's honestly a lot of money. I don't know if we really want to go. Um, you know, and in my mind, I was like, uh, 
I didn't tell her at that time that I had. Yeah, Cole didn't even tell her because he was thinking <laughs> that he had vacation <laughs> that next week. He was just like, oh, well, I'll have to talk to Leah. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. But I was like, I'm, I'll talk to Leah and see. I think we might be good. Like, I, I told her, like, you could, that's probably fine. Like, I did kind of, like, slightly commit. I was like, that's probably fine. I don't see any issue with that. We can come up with something because in my mind, I knew that I was off. But, you know, and, and I probably – what I was probably kind of wanted to give himself that out just in case. Yeah, just just in case Leah was like, "No, you need time off for yourself," you know. But I, because I I wasn't gonna really do anything. I hadn't. That was a staycation. I was probably gonna like maybe you know go shooting with my friends or go like go to a brewery. Yeah, go to some breweries or just do like fun things with the friends maybe a tiny bit, and then mostly like also just maybe play some video games and just like relax or something, watch some movies, maybe go to the movie. I like to do that sometimes. Cole by myself. loves being home by himself. Yeah. Or it's... just being home. If he could be a stay-at-home dad, he would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I could be a stay-at-home husband. Husband? Because you don't want to have to watch the kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly. So then I, then I, in my mind, was like, I, I, to be honest, would feel like a complete dad failure at this parenting stage. I've only got two and a half years in. But I would feel guilty you know it'd be one thing if i was like going to like going to visit friends somewhere or going to do something but i was like i'm literally planning to stay home and like do nothing and play video games like i'm gonna feel like a piece of crap if i'm sitting there playing video games knowing my kids are like being watched and she could have gone to florida or something so anyways i called her like i talked to leah and leah was like you yeah you have off (laughs) and so um yeah. And we had, we went to Florida in October, and I was like, yes, go to Florida. Yeah. If you, need, if you have the opportunity to go to Florida, then go. So anyways, we, we told her, yeah, I'm going to be on vacation anyway, so go ahead. So we had a staycation with the boys, which was honestly really fun. Um, but one of those days, like Leah was saying, we went to the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And that was our first road trip in our van with friends. Yeah. 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 It was fun. So we took the Walked kids down there. We love going the to the aquarium. The boys ran through the aquarium the fastest we've ever run through the aquarium because we didn't read any of the plaques or information, but they were so excited. Mm-hmm. Callum, not some, I mean, he cared about the fish, but he also cared about the statue on the wall and stuff. Like he was yeah. just into the experience. Asher was just so excited about the fish. He ran to everyone going, ooh. Yeah. And just running. I wish we had one here in Fort Collins that we could go to because, like, I would get a membership and take him there after, like, work. It would be so fun. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, so I think we're starting to be at the point where, I don't know, it's like the little things in parenting that are, like, so fun. Like, you you experience just, like, you just sit there watching. You're, like, you just sit there watching your kid point at the fish, and it, like, makes your heart. Yeah, Full. it makes you so excited that they're excited. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. Like, you see them so happy, and you're like, it makes you so happy. Yeah, and... I get now why parents take their kids to the stupid things, like Chuck E. Cheese and uh-huh. all these things, because you just want them to be excited. Mm-hmm. If it's something that might make them happy, you're like, oh, I want to take them to that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's really cute, and... I think I've been, I'm almost like too, not nostalgic, that's not the right word, but like sentimental maybe in some ways. Like the other day, Asher got out of the car and like ran over to me and hugged me because I was like, Leah just got home and he like laid his shoulder on me and I just like held him against me and I was like soaking it all in. And like my mind, I was thinking and like, you were like, 
Yeah, I'm like trying to like create a, like file it away in my core memories somewhere. You know, and I was like thinking instead of like being normal, I feel like and being like, oh, bye bye, I love you or something like that. I was like in my mind, like, he's growing up. <laughs> These aren't going to happen that much more. Like, I was just being weird, you know, and like being like overly sentimental about it. But I like held him so, and he just like held on to me all tight and stuff. And yeah. so I was enjoying that a lot, but I get too emotional about that kind of stuff. I'm I'm definitely gonna be the emotional dad, which is fine. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So I guess that's well one of the we can one well, of the Well then we went to the zoo last weekend. Well I was gonna say about other like about emotions. So then one of my coworkers left. Oh she yeah. got a new job and she's been one of my co- like a, a good friend like that's for worked five there. years or so, four years. Well I've worked yeah, for four and a half years I've worked there. She's been there too. And she had just she had not been there that long. She had been there almost a year when I had started. Um, and so, yeah, we've been like really good friends and we're still like friends now. She, she's one of the ran half the, the marathon with me and stuff like that. And we trained together and all that. But anyways, I, we had like a going away party and I almost cried at that going away party. Yeah. Lee I was there because my office was invited to and Cole started to get a little. Like I got choked up in front of people. Yeah. I didn't even get choked up like remotely at my wedding. No. Because people were looking at him. Yeah, which I've grown a lot, obviously, in that way. I'm not really scared of public speaking anymore. Which is crazy if you knew him four years ago. Yeah, I used to get, I used to kind of get anxiety, like not in that way where like I wouldn't be able to sleep very well a few nights before. I think about it every night. I'd have to take like friggin' Benadryl or whatever to try to like go to sleep. Yeah. Because I'd be kind of thinking about like, oh, I have to give my presentation tomorrow. And it'd be like a 10 minute presentation. And now I don't even think about it. Like, I might even have a presentation tomorrow. Who knows? But, like... Now he's given the same presentation so many times that he doesn't even care. That's part of it, though, is, is the more you give a presentation or the more you talk in front of people, if you're talking about something you don't really know about, then... Or you're not experienced in, and I hadn't been experienced in getting married, then, you know, it's uncomfortable. But if you're comfortable with something, then you don't really have anxiety. Yeah. That's my experience. So... Anyways, though, I got, I was comfortable in the situation. I just, I didn't expect to necessarily, but I just kind of started, like, I, like, my boss was like, Cole, do you want to say something? Or it was kind of a little She strange. just called him out. She, like, was saying to him, she's like, now I thought people can say some things. She's like, oh, yeah. and nobody, like, stood up. She's like, Cole, do you want to say some things? And you're like, sure. Yeah, and then I kind of just, like, reiterated some of the stuff I'd written in her card. But as I was, like, saying things, like, you know, I'm, it's really happening. <laughs> no, but kind of like the, like I could tell like I was getting choked up, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get emotional," and I felt weird. But anyway, so I get emotional in front of people. So I'm definitely gonna be one of those dads that like cries at the weddings and the football game and the football the games. Game. Oh yeah, gosh, I'm too like I said, I'm too sentimental. So like I'll start noticing all that kind of stuff. The kindergarten graduations, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, Leo will be drinking beers with all the boys. And I'll be with all the moms. Let me show you a picture of this time that Asher went to the aquarium. Mm-hmm. But um anyways. And so we talked about the aquarium, but um we went to the zoo last weekend and that was the first time the boys have been to the zoo. We went with some family, my sister and brother and their spouses and my brother's kids and my cousin and her kids, her her daughter. 
and uh, chased kids around a zoo for five and a half hours, or literally five and a half hours that we were there because we got there right before 12 and we left around 530. Mm -hmm. It was a long time. We took a lot of snack breaks. Yeah, it was kind of tough. I don't think it was that bad. It was great. They had so much fun. Asher was so into it. But I even heard your brother say something to Shawnee. He was like, he was like, I'm done. Or something like that. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. You're done when she says you're done. <laughs> it really, it was a lot though. But our kids are so, are they're too little still to get up on stuff. But Jack and, and Sophia were just climbing on things and climbing onto the gates and to the fences and stuff. It's like, hey, that's how Harambe happened, okay? Yeah, we, we need to get down. Yeah, we don't want to be be um the person out. that whose kid fell in the lion's cage. And now there's another Harambe. But um it's hard not to be. I mean those kids are if all. You don't over know the who place. Harambe is, Google it. Yeah, but anyways, it was it was really cool. The, the zoo was really fun. I'm one of those kind of parents. I think it was probably because of my parents, but I I have core memories thinking about back in my childhood of going to the gift shop. So like I don't I don't know what it is. I don't necessarily remember all the toys or things like that, but I remember my parents would take me to the gift shops. Like we would after we went to the aquarium or after we went to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Or like my maybe it was my my grandparents in Oklahoma. Like we'd go to the zoo and they would take us into the gift shop. And I'd get like a toy tiger, and Kaiser and I had like Kaiser. Ha- I'm, my brother had this this jumping tiger, the white Bengal tiger. I'm pretty sure we got that at the zoo. Like we had all these cool toys, and so it became like this weird thing that I I kind of want to like replicate for my kids. Plus, it's also like uh, it's a, as much as it's a drug. Like it truly is. Like what's the what's the drug? Is it serotonin or dopamine? Dopamine, yeah, probably dopamine. But it's like you know that little that little hitter of dopamine you get when you just go into your like see your kids in the morning and you're like and they're like smile at you and you get that little dopamine rush, mm-hmm. that little like oh I'm happy now. It's it's that, but like by a lot. Like <laughs> when they went in, they got it was pretty cute. Oh, they got these. But these... first, let me tell you that that morning we're getting ready to go to the zoo and Cole, I'm getting ready. Cole walks into the bathroom acting like he's furious and he's like, and you had better be prepared to go to the gift shop today because we are going. <laughs> like yells at me and we, as if we were like in the middle of an argument about it, but we hadn't said one word about it. I just had to make sure she knew I was serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. And yeah. Their Aunt Miranda ended up buying their stuff. Yeah, which was awesome of but... her. And that was so sweet, but like it, they were so cute with them. And it's that little dopamine hit, but more than that, it was like a dopamine rush or like flow, like a dopamine IV. It was IV. super cute. Like Asher walked up to the rhino stuffed animal and he like grabbed it and hugged it and kind of jumped up and down and looked at Cole like, oh, I really want oh. this. And he'd never done that before. And man, it was amazing. Again, it was both like both of us really melted in that point. Yeah, it melts you. It's it yeah. was spending that money on those little things even though they only and honestly to be honest though i was prepared for them to play with these things and then never touch them again they they like love their stuff they 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 sleep on their beds every night Mm -hmm. and sometimes asher will go get like the other day asher walked in to the kitchen holding both of them gave callum his his hippo he took his rhino and they kind of like played with him for a second and then you know it was back 
something else. But like, still, they sleep with them. Like, Asher will hold his rhino sometimes at night. Like, it's it's worth it. So if, if you're the kind of parent who's like, no, we can't spend twenty five bucks on that. You know what? Just do it. But it honestly, Don't, it is hard. You spend twenty dollars on a ticket to walk in, and then the stuffed animals twenty five dollars. That's fifty dollars. On stuffed animals. It not is. everybody can do that. Not everyone can, but don't get, you know, guacamole with your burrito next time. Or for your next uh, 25 times. Save $50. 50 times then. Don't get your chips and queso next time you go to Qdoba. Okay. You know, there's a lot of things you can do <laughs> at your house. Maybe stop watering your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, think about it. before. Okay. Say if you're planning to go to the zoo... Maybe prepare an extra, think about it for an extra few weeks because it's one of those things that you're going to want to save up some for. Or yeah. get an Aunt Miranda. Yeah. You know, <laughs> bring an Aunt Miranda with you. Yeah, that was sweet. She wants one of those dopamine hits too. Yeah. <laughs> and they really were so excited about their stuffed animals. Yeah. And everyone, I mean, they all thought it was so cute. So anyway, um, all right. And then the big thing. Big update is big. We have, we've talked about this goal, I think, on the podcast. Do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. So we've talked about home improvements and stuff like that in this house. We bought a new house, obviously. Um, we've been in it for uh, a year now, actually. Actually, so 13 months we've been in here now. But when we first moved in, we were like, we need a fence. Because we had a fence, but it was like a chest-high wire fence like with t-posts in the ground so not a privacy fence at all it is mostly to deter people from walking across our yard or i don't know keeping it didn't even keep animals out because the the 10-foot like drive-through gate was no longer in existence yeah so it didn't even enclose or anything. No, yeah, on, on there was a on the north and south of our there was no gates. You know, you could walk freely around our house in a circle. There was also a gate, big open that went to the alley. I mean, you could easily jump over into the under the you know right next to the big street. Like it was just not we're, a great. We're gate, right next to a highway fence. in Loveland, and so it makes it feel very open. Mm-hmm. Like not having a gate, very exposed, and like Cole said, we're right next to an alley, so it just felt very not very exposed, and we didn't really realize it until we got the gate up how much more usable the space feels because we avoided certain areas because we felt like it was too close to the street and people like people could see you, and it's just mm-hmm. we didn't even consciously do that, but we did. And yeah. so Memorial Day weekend, we got a lot of friends together, family, friends, family, just friends came together and they helped us put a fence up. We almost got it all done in one weekend. We had so many people, like more people than I even thought. Like, you know, I was more people than we had planned. We had asked some of our family friends that were like maybe help, and like they came out and were like, "Yeah, we'll help you." And they like committed the entire day to coming out and helping. And, and their families, they like brought yeah their sons and their sons' friends. And like yeah, and my my dad came and Leah's brother and some of my friends and like just 
and then Leah's sister came up and watched the kids so Leah could help. And we had, what was it, like 370 feet of fence or something like that? 382 or 80. Yeah, like 380. Like, so it was a big fence. And it's a lot. We were doing a six-foot privacy fence with two, with two regular gates and a 10-foot gate, yeah. I think. A double 10-foot gate. So a lot. And we we got, yeah, like Leah said, almost all of it done in uh, almost all of it done. Well, a lot of it, probably 70% of it done in one day-ish. We got all the hard part done. So people came out. We had a uh, skidster type bobcap thing. And we, we had a to, bucket and an auger. Yeah, we had to tear out the old fence. So we had to spend a lot of the time just like ripping it out. And then we almost had teams. Like we had people still taking out part of the fence while we still – we had people – digging fence holes and then we had people digging fence holes while people were setting posts and then people like setting posts putting on pickets setting stringers like it was crazy right. how much that we got done and um how many people we had out there we fed everyone steaks mm-hmm. on that lunch if you're gonna ask people to come work I mean, it was hard work yeah it's not like you're asking people to come help you move a a couch or something like this is hard work all day in the heat you gotta feed him yeah and then our neighbor steve-o oh steve-o's the mvp yeah he really was, was using our, he was using letting us use his trailer taking stuff to the dump he's like, literally just he is so helpful the day and the weeks before i kept saying we didn't do anything that month like in may uh, in april we spent so much time working on our yard like just pulling out trees, debris, old limbs, just trees that needed to be limbed, bushes, so much. We had stuff. to go to the dump and Steve-O again helped us out with going to the we took two had trailer two, loads. Yeah, two to trailer the, loads. To the dump just for debris that we had cleared out. Not even that was Tree, before debris. we started taking out uh the old fence or anything like mm-hmm. that. That was just from tree limbs and stuff. And he helped us get the stuff. We have a recycling center in Loveland that lets us drop um, what is it? Natural? A lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. Stuff for free. And so Steve-O helped us out big time with that. And then the next day, we got our skidster there. And uh, our buddy Chris that Cole grew up with, his, his dad's good friend, drove the skidster for the first part of the day. And, and leveled out our yard even our backyard uh-huh. they did like a lot because the skidsters tore up the yard anyways uh because it was on tracks and he leveled out the yard we had a huge pile of dirt we thought we were gonna have to pay like 500 dollars to get the dirt hauled away yeah. but i posted it on craigslist turns out people want dirt for free so that was gone and it helped that we had a skidster we loaded it into people's trailers, or they loaded it themselves using it. It was gone in two days, mm-hmm. but so we were just blown away. Yeah, by how well it went. By the first day, at the end of the first day, we had all of the fence removed. Like I said, the old fence. We had all of the holes dug, and the the um, the posts set in concrete, mm-hmm. ready to go, and then the north or the south side of our yard had the 10 foot gate completed and all the stringers put in and all the pickets put on. 
right. by the end of the first day. So then the second day, Leah's brother came out. My buddy Jeremiah came out. It was just like the three of us, I well, think. Oh, Gabe and Amani came for a little bit. Oh, Gabe and Amani came. It was rainy that day. So other friends that weren't there the first day. Mm -hmm. So we had then, yeah, Gabe and Amani came out. So we had more friends come out that day. And what we did that day was focused on putting all the stringers on. So we put all the stringers on the fence for the entire rest of the fence, as well as Jeremiah and I then finished all the pickets and a, and a gate on uh, the south side of our house. So that was done. Then the next day, Jeremiah comes out again. And then my, my coworker, Stephen, came out. And the three of us put all the... Um, a ton of pickets put on. Put a ton of pickets on. We, we did the, the whole, whole east side. Yep. And then almost, well, we did pretty much all of the the um, west side of the house, or the north side of the house. And then we just had probably like 20 yards left of like pickets to put on. And then that next following weekend, Leah's dad was here. And then um, my buddy Matt was here for the day. And so we put on a little bit of stuff. Like we did maybe 10 or 15 like feet. But it was a really like technical area because we had to be like on the other side of the our neighbor's side of the yard, which had like some like a uh, I don't even know like a building up against it. There in the building and stuff, so it was just a area that we weren't looking forward to doing. Yeah, and then that later that weekend, the next day, then Jeremiah comes out and we finish everything. Lee and I built the on gate. a Saturday, so it took one week. Yeah, took it a week. It was done on a Saturday. For, we, yeah. So Started on the Saturday, just done the next Saturday. It was nuts, and that was our whole thing. It cost us like eight grand or something like that. $8,500. $8,500, so a lot of money. This is a lot. It was, but um, we feel much safer now with the boys. Like, honestly, because now we can go outside with the boys, and not that we don't have to watch them, of course, but, like, we don't have to worry about them going out in the street or going into the front yard like the gates are up they can't go anywhere right so, or dogs getting in or because we have neighbors with dogs and they're nice but that just like proves the point that dogs can get in and open in my yard yeah that's true but it was great we had so much help and we we couldn't believe it we thought that this was going to take us weeks or months yeah like, even with all the help, I thought that this was going to take a couple Every weeks. I thought we would get the posts in one weekend, maybe. I was hoping to get all the posts in one day. Yeah. On Saturday, we were hoping to get the holes drilled and the posts in, and we did not expect to get them. That was, like, a far-fetched thought. Right. I'm like, if and we're so lucky. And so we got all the posts in and the whole side done. It was crazy. It was so crazy. And, yeah, like... We're so thankful for everyone that came out. If you're one of those people who came out and you listen to this podcast or you're married to someone <laughs> <laughs> or if you're married to someone who came out and helped, who came out and helped and thank them for us. Again, or if you have a friend who needs help on a project, help them out because you maybe they probably appreciate it way more than they than you know. Yeah, honestly it means a, it meant a ton to Leah and I. We were it so happy. Literally, we expected to spend our whole summer doing this. And by the time we got, like I said, we we did so much work on the yard trying to get ready for this point that we were pretty burnt out of working on the yard already. Yeah. Like if we'd have had to keep doing this for another month or two months, then uh, we'd be fighting. Yeah, it would have been. 
we we would have been stressed and tired and so burnt out. So. Mm -hmm. But it worked out really well. We have a fence now. We we now like entertain more with our friends. I got a new grill recently. Leah got me from real grill for Father's Day. So uh, Sunny, we have a, oh we have a pool now. Sonny gave us a new pool. Which is my brother's her wife. Sister in law. She uh her her kid has one and we were like, Oh, it's awesome. He seems like he loves it. And then she sent us one in the mail. And it's awesome. Asher it comes up to about his chest. Mm-hmm. And so it's perfect for him because he can splash around in it. It's perfect for me because I can float in a tube on it. We, I mean, honestly, all of us adults sat in there one day when the kids went to bed, and we all sat in, in like an area of the pool and drank some beers. Yeah, and we just hung out and in the floaties or just sitting. Yeah. yeah, it was great. So we chlorinate that puppy and take care of it. So it's great. Um, we're really living the life now. Mm-hmm. Good thing because we're too poor to do anything else. <laughs> Yeah, now we're saving back up. Yeah, so. for the next project. Yeah. Whatever that is. Oh, yeah, patio. We want a patio. So, yeah. We don't have anything any. coming up, Leah, that we need to talk about or say before we end? No. No, we've got July, 4th of July weekend coming up this weekend. 4th of July, that's the time frame, obviously. I'm going to be honest with you all. I don't love 4th of July. Why? It's kind of, well, it's always like a... I don't love fireworks, honestly. Oh, geez. That's the bummer about it. Is The reason I don't I can't like 4th of July is because fireworks are illegal. Yeah. It's like it's like the stress of wanting to set off fireworks, but knowing you can't, or if you do, you have to be stressed about getting in trouble. That's yeah. the suckiest part. I've never really liked... I like big fireworks shows. I've never really liked people playing with fireworks. Really? Never in my life. I think even when I was younger, I was like not into it. It used to give me anxiety that my dad would do it, and I'd always think the cops were going to arrest him. <laughs> but I would still, we'd still light off fireworks out in our yards and stuff. Yeah, yeah I um, I like Fourth of July, but I don't if like. If you're a lot in Larimer people. County, there's fire restriction. Just to let you know. Don't do it. You're going to get in trouble. You probably won't get in trouble. <gasps> but don't start a fire either, you dumb dumb. You dum-dums. You dum-dums. It's fire season again, so we'll see what happens. We have a fire burning right now, actually, as we speak. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes with work. Hopefully uh, nothing too crazy, but. <laughs> we'll find out pretty soon, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do our best to talk with you on uh, next month. And if you have any ideas or things that you want us to talk about, again, let it either text us about it if you think of an idea or talk about it comment on one of our posts on parrot nest on instagram or something like that and let us know if there's something like a fun article or a fun topic you want us to talk about um or fight about and um fight about yeah swords Hmm. all right that's the end anything else leah no i'll talk to you later all right love you guys Bye-bye. Bye.